Hey, yo, Paisano, <laughs> it's V here, coming at you guys, well, with another podcast. I'm actually at the public library, and uh, I'm outside having a cigarette. I can't go outside. No, no, no talking in the library. Fucking out-of-date library I'm at. <laughs> All right, for my kids are going. They have like a little kiddie section. My kids are going there, getting a kid book to learn, to learn their numbers. I'm trying to get my son involved in Yu-Gi-Oh, my oldest son involved in Yu-Gi-Oh, and uh, it, it's definitely hard. I'm not a good teacher, and I don't have the patience to teach at the same time, so that probably plays into it, but it's really hard for this game to get newer players, and I think, I mean, we, we can talk about a bunch of things on, on this podcast. I'm not, Like I said, I'm outside, so if you hear any scuffling, that's just me walking around thinking, talking, having a conversation with you guys, but like, this game is so hard to get new players. How do you get new players in Master Rule 4? Like, hey, little Jimmy, here's a vanilla monster, here's a effect monster, here's a secret monster, here's a seed monster, uh, here's a link monster. Oh, no, 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 You cannot special summon to the board from your extra deck like that. Nope, can't do that. All right, so you're attacking this guy. All right, I'm going to chain this guy. Chain link three? Chain link four? No, no, you can't do chain link four because I got to count. Like, how do you teach players? <laughs> Konami, like, what is Konami thinking? <laughs> and I think it was the guy who went in Konami Europe. He's like, speed duels is meant for newer players. Bro, that's using an attacking the giant card. Shut up, European guy. You don't know nothing. Absolutely stupid. Like, no. <laughs> and speed duels is going to get more intricate. I mean, speed duels is a mirror of the passive duel links. If we're, we're going to cut it down to its, to its basic form, it's a mirror of duel links and its path. Well, speed duels will have changes, of course, and there'll be different things, but nevertheless, that's literally what speed duels is. So, I'm smoking, by the way. Don't smoke. And it's hypocritical for me to say, and I hate being a hypocrite, but seriously, what a stupid habit. But speed, that's what speed does is. I mean, that's literally what it, so it's going to get more intricate. So you go, okay, new player, speed do rules, no big deal. Um, I'm going to teach you some things. Because <laughs> you're still going to deal with all this that's happening. Can't wait till heroes come into speed duels. I mean, <laughs> it's going to happen. They got Monarch, they got a lot of busted cards in speed duels, so... I, I just think it's hilarious that, you know, I'm trying to make it for new players, but you, no. And I went to Pokemon Nationals, and they had, a, they had a great setup for new players. And they were ready, and they had a free tournament for new players. You want to talk about getting players excited about your game? How about area? And not like a little, like, like two tables. They had, if you ever watch my, you go on my YouTube channel, YGO Paisano, and you check it out. They had, like, a huge area. Uh, you walk over. They have the Pokemon energies. You walk over, you select your Pokemon. You walk over, you select your trainers. You walk over, you select your supporters. Then they sit down with you. By the way, they walk you through this. They physically walk you through this. They have reps just waiting for you to come. And they sit down and they explain the game to you. And then they go, here's, here's a little voucher. We have a tournament made just for people like you, new players. And we would like you to play and want to get the prize. Now, everyone's going to get something. It's like a pen or something. But you feel like you gained something. For, by the way, oh yeah, it's free. You don't pay a penny for this. You walk in and you learn the game. I, I mean, we, we can break it down to its brass tack and talk about how, like, drug dealers, when they first get somebody and they go, hey, you want to do crack? And they go, I don't do drug. Here's crack for free. And they're like, oh, wow, okay. And then they get, and then what happens? They get addicted. They sell everything for the crack. Cardboard crack is no different. And Nintendo's going to be smart by doing that. They, they, they're getting their Pokemon players in. They're going, hey, listen, free. Come play this. Of course they want them to spend money, but like what they're really trying to do is get them in that gateway and it's very intelligent. 
If I'm taking breaks because I'm smoking my disgusting cigarette, I apologize, by the way. Once again, I'm a monster. But, like, like, what do you do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you do, Konami? We got speed duels that you got to buy and sit there and learn. And other fellow Yu-Gi-Oh! players get to teach you because we don't got a guy to teach you. We don't have that kind of luxury. I mean, Konami has the play. All their judges doing too much work. They're doing everything except what they're really supposed to be doing, which is judging. They have them doing administrative work, like taking deck registrations, which can be done digitally. That's what Pokemon does. And I'm not saying Pokemon better game, Yu-Gi-Oh! trash game. No, 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 no. Let me explain. I play Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon Magic, and Yu-Gi-Oh! is the best game. It just has... If you have if you have two kids that have Down syndrome, and one kid that's just bad in school, he is the best version at all of them. He's not a genius. Okay, he's 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 not a rocket scientist. He's gonna probably go to McDonald's, but the kids with Down syndrome obviously have more problems, and they're not as good as a kid. Well, mentally and reading wise, I mean, they're probably you know the kid with Down syndrome is probably infinitely more nicer and better, and appreciates more. But you know what I'm trying to get at, guys, and, and that's what I feel like what's going on with with Yu-Gi-Oh. Wow, I like talking and walking. This feels really comfortable. Anyway, um, it has, it's what happens with Yu-Gi-Oh. You you, you get these. You got Konami that can be, they can be that college guy. They can be the the, the lawyer professor. They can do all that. But they don't. <laughs> Someone's talking a lot, really. Doing like I was insane because I'm out here in the rain talking. Uh, on my headphones. But they can be that guy. <laughs> they can be that guy easily. Easily, by the way. But it, it, it's, it's negligence. I told the Konami at Nationals last year, they said, oh, we're working on deck registration. Uh, it, it, it's... We saw what Pokemon did. We saw what other companies did. We're excited. We, we, we can't wait. We're bringing that to the table. We're going to have it. And I go, hi, that should have been done already, one, two. Fast forward to right now, this instant right here. Is anyone doing online deck registrations as far as Yu-Gi-Oh events? The correct answer is no. Stores might do it because it's smart. But as far as Pokemon, no. I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh, no. Nobody's doing that. And once again, it's a shame. It's 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 a, it's a real shame, because they have the opportunity to do that. They have the ability to do that. It's 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 negligence. Once again, going back to the whole overall. And I, and I, and I don't want to fully blame TOs, but if I was a TO running a regionals, I would have that op, uh that that uh, option for my players, so I could have my judges freed up to do other things. Now, obviously, TOs that run regionals because they're subsidized by Konami. By the way, if you guys don't understand what that is. If you're a TO that runs a regionals, what happens is you go economic. Hey, economic, I like to run a regionals. Let me make sure you're a premier OTS store. And they have their own way of doing that. I don't want to go get into that too much. That's a whole long process. But they, they basically go, okay, this guy's premier OTS store. He's good to go. And you go on the regionals, and they go, okay, give us location, give us information. You give them all the information, a little bit of paperwork, being, you know, back and forth. And they go, okay, uh, now we need judge IDs and your judges, basically, to, for the regional. And you got to have a certain amount of judges. Uh, if you don't have enough, they do a judge call. I mean, they work with you, Konami. They, they really do as far as setting up a regionals. But, like, then you go, okay, now I need my players to fill out paperwork. Now I need my players to fill out paperwork. <laughs> to fill out paperwork to do this. I need my players to do deck registration forms. I need my judges to verify the deck registration forms, to take the payment, to check the ID, to hand the packs out, and it's, you just don't. It's a non-secular. You just don't need to do any of that shit. Like, I mean, obviously, pay, taking payments can be done online. Registration can be done online. Deck list can be done online. The only thing you do is go, okay, you have one guy sit there with a piece, with a piece of paper, those who registered online, and goes, let me check your stuff. And obviously, people are not going to always sign up. They're going to 
you sit to the side and you go, okay, you know, got you, but still you'll have less judges doing this and you'll have more judges doing free time, walking around and setting up for the event, which is huge. And I, I just wish it got done already. I mean, as a player, I wish it got done already. As a, someone who utterly loves this game, I wish it was done because it just makes the game better for everybody, easier for Konami, more money for everybody that's involved in running these events. And the players can have a better play, playing experience because they don't have to win a huge alliance. Huge lines. Huge lines. This weekend, uh, actually today, uh, YCS Pasadena is happening. And, like, you're going to have a huge line of players. California is a huge hub for Yu-Gi-Oh! And we're going to see a big line of players that should not be waiting that long. That should not be there. But they will be waiting that long. They will be there. They will have to go through so much crap, unfortunately, for them. And uh, anyone going to that event, by the way, uh, good luck. If, if you finally listen to podcasts afterwards, or maybe you're driving home, good luck to you. Seriously, hope you had an excellent time. It's a great event. I would have went, but um, the plane ticket was like $400, and I love this game. But um, yeah, $400 around holiday season is kind of stupid. I, I mean, for me, for me, you know, I got kids, man. I got $400. I can buy a Nintendo Arcade uh, for me and my children, which I'm probably going to do. Like, I, I, I'd rather put that money towards holiday stuff than actual Yu-Gi-Oh event. I wish it was somewhere in the middle of the country, but they've been having some weird YCSs. They're like, okay, we're going to have a YCS all the way in California. Then we're going to have one all the way down in Texas. Just put it in the middle of the country. Like, if I was Konami, I'd just be like, okay, what can we do to secure a spot? Whether you want to buy the building, which would be very smart, or you just want to run events out of that building, what can we do? A big enough building to run a YCS event. How can we do this? Let's get this situated. That's what I would recommend. That's what I would do. Now, I'm in the middle of the country. I'm debating buying a big enough building. I would love to do that one day. But then again, like I said, I'll, as far as running a store, by the way, I get a lot of people, a lot of people come to me and go, hey, man, running a store must be awesome. Uh, it's like being an alcoholic that works in a bar. You're not really having a good time, but you're around alcohol that you love so much. You just can't drink it because you're working. I mean, now then you do a shot, crack a pack. <laughs> and that's really, I mean, that's really it. That's the extent. That's the extent of it, but uh, yeah, and you can't play in your own tournaments. It's you know against Konami rules, and I'm a big nerd for rules, so I don't want to go against that. And that, and if I was, let's say I was to play, people would still complain. I'm putting my own my own price support, so it has no value to me if I put it up as price support. It means nothing to me. You like to play with something on a line that you're not putting up for. So as a store owner, you it's really boring to be honest with you. I, I, I much rather go to one of the locals, which I do at times, uh, and play cards there. It's way more fun. It's way more interactive. And you don't have to work the counter when playing. But, I mean, that's my two cents on that. But going back to it, I really think that, 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 that Konami can optimize the experience of the, for everybody, for the players, for the TOs running the events, for the judges, everybody. I, I, do, I definitely think Konami has came a long way from how they used to take care of their judges to to now, to how they do it. There are still bad judges, and Konami has no way to reprimand them properly at all. They have no way to reprimand their judges prop, you know, properly. But at the same time, Konami, st- I mean, at least the judges who are doing a good job are getting taken care of. I just really wish Konami had a way to, to make judges always on their toes, you know. You, 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 you continually give them tests. You can continually make them earn the privilege of being a judge. But once again, Konami, I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're highly biased. Once you're a judge and you're in, they, they just, you know, 
they, they're wiping them butt cheeks, and they're just, they're just not doing it correctly, I think. Once again, to the good judges out there, they should get uh, taken care of properly, 100%. Know that I'm on. I, I've been saying that forever. The good judges should always be, you, you should worship your good judges, but make them earn the privilege of being that good judge. That's literally how it should be. And right now we're just seeing it one-sided, which I'm okay with to a, to a degree. But then when you get a bad judge, you just go, look at this. Because you got to realize, once again, we're not gaining new players as fast as Pokemon. It's just not happening. I think we're getting new players faster than Magic the Gathering, who even has events for new players. But their game is another game that's just not really made for new players, uh, whereas Pokemon is. So, I, I, you know, we're not like the worst at getting new players. We just we just don't have a good uh, good system in place. We we just there's nobody. The office of new players at Konami headquarters is the bathroom, <laughs> the third store. Like it's, it's there's nothing there, unfortunately. And if you're excited about the game and you want to see more people play the game, as a Yu-Gi-Oh player, you are the person who has to teach these new players. Which once again, you're a player. You're, you're like you're a player. You, you're not supposed to. But this is what Konami has in place. That's it. That you are the only line of defense, and a line in which you just walk. You are the Maginel line of Yu-Gi-Oh teaching teaching new Yu-Gi-Oh players, <laughs> uh, and it's really unfortunate because I don't think that should be that way. I don't think it should be that way whatsoever. Hope let me know if you guys like these uh, kind of pockets where I'm standing up, walking around, getting the smart juices flowing. By smart, I mean just uh, just, just only by Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and, and and that's what gets me annoyed because I feel like Konami this, this should fall on their shoulders. You need to get new players in Konami. You have a game that's been around since 2003, roughly. You can see this was 2002 in certain areas. I was very fortunate to be around there, but most of all, 2003. And you want your player base to be the, the people to teach you. It, it's, just, it's just not, it makes no sense. I don't like it. I'm not a big fan of it. But this weekend, it's going to be a busy weekend for everybody. I mean, every Yu-Gi-Oh player has something to do with their locals this weekend. Whether your locals are running a charity drive, which I didn't think about. You, you do the... You do Yu-Gi-Oh! Day, which is today for most locals. Some some are doing it on Sundays, but most do it on Saturdays. You do your Yu-Gi-Oh! Day, and then you turn around, and then you do your Cherry Drive, which is like next level. I ain't gonna lie, that's next level thinking. But some are doing Yu-Gi-Oh! Day and Cherry. Some did Cherry Drive last week, and today's Yu-Gi-Oh! Day for that gorgeous Yu-Gi-Oh! Day mat. It's a nice mat. It's a very nice mat. And, uh, whether you want it or not, you can always get rid of it. You can always, like, trade it away. And you'll get something. So you, you kind of want to win that event. Everyone's top 16 getting field centers. So that's something really nice, too. It's a gorgeous field center. I cracked it open. I looked at it. It's beautiful. I thought it was going to be ugly. Uh, because Yu-Gi-Oh! Day last year wasn't hollow foil, the field center. This one is. And it looks really... Like, I'm very, very excited about how it looks. And um, it looks nice. And one, one thing I wish Konami also had for Yu-Gi-Oh! players is... So for the extra deck, you can't double sleeve the extra deck. I was thinking about this the other day, and I go, what? What? can't double see the extra deck? Like, how can you stack an extra deck? This makes no sense. And here's why I think Konami should not only want people to play with the extra deck, not only want their players to use the extra deck, that's double sleeve, but want it even more so because Konami sleeves look really nice that are, and they're not bland in color. So every sleeve we have is bland in color, and you can't use it unless your local OTS allows you to. For the most part, you're not going to be able to use it. But if you go ahead and you get a double sleeve and you use a Konami World Championship, you know, sleeve, those sleeves, by the way, they sell for like what? A dollar, 15 bucks, eight bucks for, 15, for about 15 of them. 
we're talking a good chunk of change for 15 sleeves. If you go to a vendor at like a regionals, maybe even the White Sands this weekend. And if we were allowed to double sleeve it, get a nice outer clear sleeve. Not like, so the sleeve I think would be clear. I think that would be, you know, that would, that would, one, that would be smart because it's going be like, okay, clear, so we still show our product. But two, it'd be nice because you'll have the ability to not just show the product, which is a good idea, but you have the ability to have those sleeves being protected. Because the number one thing about Konami sleeves is the minute you put them in, it's, it's a, a count on towards degradation of those sleeves. They're going to break down eventually. It's inevitable. Just move past it. But if you if you don't, like if you double sleeve them, they won't break down as fast. In fact, they won't break down whatsoever. And I think that'd be a lot better for Yu-Gi-Oh players. So now they can represent. And they'll be more excited to buy the Konami sleeves. They'll be more excited to use the Konami sleeves because they're double sleeved an extra deck. Because you can't stack an extra deck, stupid. <laughs> I wish I was in the meeting room with Konami. Yes, we will not have main deck double sleeve and extra deck double sleeve. I'm just raising my hand and go, hi, yeah. Um, no. I mean, yeah, okay, so the main deck, sure, you got cheaters, cheaters, or POSs. They ruin it for everybody. I get it. For the extra deck, double sleeve. Clear double sleeves for the extra deck. Why not? I mean, why not? There's no reason to not have that done. There's, you, you want to promote Konami sleeves? You want to OTS to buy your sleeves, Konami. Your $5 sleeves, it was a play go by Ultra Pro, so those sleeves last instantly longer because your sleeves are a piece of crap because they're Japanese knockoffs with the actual real sleeves. But you want players to buy your sleeves? I think players will buy your sleeves, but this is how it's going to work. They'll buy your sleeves and use them mainly for the extra deck. So let them double sleeve the extra deck. So those cheap, 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 trashy sleeves, they now last long. Players will worry about double sleeping the extra deck, so the, and it has to be only done in clear sleeves. So they'll, they'll still be able to show the Konami product, which we want. We want our product to be shown. The extra deck does not need to be the same color sleeve as the rest of the deck. Why is that? Well, because it makes no sense. And sleeves are sold in packs of 60. So the sold in packs of 60, where you got 40 for your main, 15 for your side, you don't even got sleeves for extra deck in there. So why not, why not promote your, your extra deck sleeves and say, hey, you can double sleeve these. These last, these have more value. The sales of Konami sleeves will skyrocket that happens. And that's not even a maybe or kinda. That's a guarantee that it will happen like that. The only question, once again, remains Konami? Will you allow players to double sleeve extra deck? Which, once again, I think it should be done with clear sleeves. If it's done with clear sleeves, I think it's fine. We're not talking about any color. We're not talking about grayish sleeves. We're not talking about smoke clear. Clear sleeves. Not monsters. We're not animales. Animales. <laughs> clear sleeves. That's it. I think that'd be a lot more better. And more, let's get more. Because it, it's all about efficiency. It's all about making money with Konami. And I get that. They want to make their overlords happy. But it's all about also creating a quality product that players will want and, and will want to come back to and will want to talk up. And you can't talk up the Konami sleeves. They're so five bucks and you can use Ultra Pros, which do the same exact thing. Just Ultra Pros last way longer. Do you want to sell your sleeves? Because that's, that's not how you want to sell your like you just Like I said, you just double sleeve. That's just, I mean, that's my system. I, that, I think that's just a smart way to do it. You, you don't want players to sit there and go, all right, got to use more sleeves. Can't double sleeve. Thanks for having by the way. It's just, once again, it's not efficient. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of efficiency as far as having a good quality game. I'm a big fan of having 
uh, a, a game that everything makes some sense. And if anyone ever questions something, you can come back and you know just give a response, and they'll go, "Okay, I understand at least." And whenever you talk to anybody about this living, I, when I talk to anybody about Konami about double sleeping, my answer is always, "I don't know, I don't know." And that's not a response from a guy who works at Konami. Like this, this is, I'm sorry. Give me a better answer. I paid a ton of money and put a ton of time into this game. I want a better answer. I deserve it. And I think Konami needs to give that answer to all their players. And it on, I got to go to the library. It's freezing cold out here. I like these walking around talking. Let me know if you guys like these kind of podcasts. Hopefully, there's not too much scuffle. I have headphones on, but uh, let me know if there's not too much scuffle on it. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. Seriously, I enjoy doing this podcast. Sorry I haven't been able to uh, do as many. I was trying to do, like, one a day, but I've been running around so much. I just, uh, I work on websites, and I just made some money off a of website, so I had to make sure that deal went through. And I have another project for another website, and I have a side project. That hopefully, that I talked about, I think, in the first podcast. So definitely check it out if you haven't checked it out already. About a trading website for Yu-Gi-Oh! plays. I mean, that's something that's going to be really good. Maybe I'll talk about that more in the future. But I really appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. Let me just get my phone out. Thank you so much, guys. Guys, uh, if you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube channel, it's YGO Paisano on YouTube. And if you're on listening to Spotify, you're listening to iTunes, any of that stuff, please make sure to keep uh, listening. Add it to your favorites and whatnot. And I would love to do more of these. and love to hear what you guys' response if you're on YouTube listening to these. I would love to hear your response. Anyway, you guys have a great day.